0: I like all the frailyard cards, just all of them. I think the I like the that whole aesthetic.
1: Yeah. The uh, you know what you know what um, aesthetic aesthetic I like. It's a one green green three two, shroud one and a green regenerate card from Mirrodin. It's called the Troll Aesthetic. <laughs> everybody and welcome to another episode of rune terrible radio i am blevins joining me as always is sauce email man what's up buddy
0: what's up dude that was a solid <laughs> four out of ten intro oh
1: man that was that's that's generous that you gave that a four out of ten because that you know, is because you're my friend it's not all on, not only is that just an obscure reference it's not even a good one because like who even remembers the card troll aesthetic like the, no it's, it, I guess it was good in standard, in mirrored in standard.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: but actually, not good. It was good pre, it was good pre skull clamp banning and affinity banning. Not uh, even in a post affinity like, banning. Yeah.
0: Like a troll that people know, a like lotlith troll. And then it's probably, yeah, but the pun
1: troll. wasn't there. lotlith troll is a good it's one. True. But anyway, we're, we're, we're <laughs> marking off Throwing boxes. The lab, troll. We're <laughs> <laughs> we're marking marking off boxes on the rune terrible bingo card before the episode even starts so again shout outs to crabcore for making that That's just the coolest thing um i think i'm i'm sure well, it was in the it was in the show notes for uh for last episode if you didn't see it yeah. uh it's also on twitter so check that out it's just funny um yep. but yeah we uh we are one week in the expansion, uh, I know, Saucy, you've been playing all sorts of decks, and actually, I've been yeah. playing all sorts of decks, too, which is weird. Usually, I hone in on one or try hard, but uh, we're going to talk about some of the decks we've been playing, some of the decks we've been seeing, and just kind of go over... We've got sort of a list of, uh, like, key cards. We've got a list of key cards that, uh, some, you some, know... Some uh, topics. Some topics that either you know, have or have not lived up to expectations. Some of have sort of exceeded expectations. There's some, uh, you know, some maybe controversy around some cards too. Um,
0: Hold on in this community. I know,
1: I know. Um, But there's actually one thing I I forgot to put on the notes that I wanted to um, address this because, you know, it comes up every time saucy. We see it over and over across games it doesn't matter what games we see people we see people saying uh, we see people saying you know that they don't like net decking and you know you can uh, how can you be a, a filthy net decker and all this stuff and you know Saucy and I we come from competitive magic and like it's just the lay of the land right it does, you know you don't have to be the greatest net decker in the world yeah. um and you don't have to be the greatest deck builder in the world you can just play the game but uh you know i did of course want to get the opinion you know to get the other side because maybe we don't represent it so i did take the time to talk to someone in the community and get their opinion on it so let's take a listen <coughs> Oh, I'm never gonna get over It'll that never bit get old, Never it's get Never gonna get old. <laughs> nope. never get uh old. if you don't like neck decking, uh just concede every time some you uh you see someone playing. Actually,
0: one. I <laughs> my favorite thing is um I've been liking a lot of seeing a lot of net deckers and there's some of some of the I, I'm not even gonna say that there is there are meta decks yet because this is a yeah. week into the expansion and uh, there's not a quote-unquote meta but there's decks being played there's archetypes yeah. that are people know are good but some of these archetypes are a little harder to play um and people yep. are net decking them and playing like shit like <laughs> yes. playing like total yes. shit i went against a guy today they yes. were playing uh Lysandra, trundle si control mm-hmm. uh he had mastery four on Lysandra and trundle okay he played like fucking garbage <laughs> like de- <laughs> did shit that made no sense yeah i think he killed himself with his own ice shard even like you love to see it it was bad like they were just terrible i'm like they've played enough to to do this yeah but terrible so net away. it's not gonna make you a better player
1: right and and on a on a a slightly more serious note, because i mean i've been having this conversation with magic for jeez over a decade 73 now. years uh, 137 years back then net decking meant catching a deck with an actual net um yeah, that was the dumbest thing i've ever
0: seen. <laughs> an actual yeah a deck people throwing them around in, eh?
1: <laughs> the, back in my day net decking meant putting a protective net around our dock and our deck. okay that's up. so <laughs> stupid okay done 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 um but on a on a on a serious note, we I've I've been talking about this for a while, and, and for some reason people have this like have this opinion that like if you don't build your own deck, you're not playing the game, and I just disagree with that premise entirely. But also, oh. like I I just think that that's just a a silly it's just a silly opinion to have. But but um a, a maybe a more palatable uh thought process is like people get different enjoyment out of the game for different yeah. for different things. Like I yep. like so every once in a while I'll conjure up the really the uh the desire to build a deck and you know I built I built out uh one of the original Emusives decks so that was and mm-hmm. that was fun. Um I also built uh from scratch an Ophelios um Aphelios Ezreal deck that ended up being all right um and then you know i i sent i shopped it around to some some of the pro players i know and they made it better um yeah. and that was great and like but my passion is playing the game and actually just iterating on on decks like i don't like i don't get a lot of joy from you know car taking a deck that's bad and then like playing hundreds of games and getting it better like i would like you know, if Glop has a deck that is good, I'm going to just use that deck instead. When yeah. Rattling Bones comes out with a list of, uh, you know, Trundle Lissandra control, I'm just going to start there. And, like, if I don't like yeah. a card, maybe I'll switch one out or two. But, like, yeah. I just, you know.
0: I hate the, like, I think one of the things, and I've been I've been having to, uh, today especially, we've had this conversation mm-hmm. a lot on stream, but I hate the 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 thing that keeps going around when people attack another player person for liking a certain deck or enjoying a deck like if you like a deck you should play that deck if you don't like a deck just don't play that deck right easy like yeah if if someone really likes playing fiora play fiora she's great she's strong right now just just let someone enjoy playing the things they like whatever yeah
1: it's just it's just silly uh is all i'll say Uh, yeah yeah, we don't need to go too deep on it. We may have even talked about it on the podcast every once in a while. every once in a while. It it pops up on in the Twitterverse, and it's just like it's just a it's just a shit take to have. It's, yep, it is I what I'm I'll I'll, like. I love
0: it when when someone comes into my stream and I'll be playing something, and people are like, "I don't like Swain," so since you're playing Swain, I'm not watching your stream. Like, okay, cool, yeah. double thumbs up. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm gonna keep playing what I'm enjoying. Lysandra yeah. Swain is a super fun deck, by the way. So there's that.
1: I have not played the Lysandra Swain, um, but uh it uh definitely seemed like one. It was on my um it was on my uh my list for sure. Um yep. but speaking of lists, that was an aside I didn't plan on going on, but I had the I had the uh I had the the sound clip lined up, so I, I figured I'd use it. Um wanted to get a little bit of housekeeping so as many of you in the discord know we talked about it in at, like the weird weirdly at the end of the show cuz I completely forgot to say it at the beginning of the show not that it really mattered but um we did have our uh our first giveaway for the uh for the new set we gave away 10 um battle passes for uh for Shurima, and uh that happened in the discord discord at me session radio and uh we got the prizes to everybody so Congrats to everyone who won, and uh, if you are listening to this now and we're like, oh, man, I wish I could have gotten in on the giveaway, join the Discord, Discord.me, Sizer and Terrible Radio. We're not running one currently, but that will be where the Discord or where the giveaways will be housed. We have a giveaway channel. Yes. There's a bot in the Discord that runs it all automatically, so uh, it's super easy. You just need to react to the the thing, the um, the post when it's in there. It's it called literally called Giveaway Channel. You can't possibly miss it. And it couldn't possibly be easier. Um, so now, if you're listening to this, you have no excuse not to be in the next one. So, yep. Um, shout out to everyone who won, and just shout out to everyone who do, uh, who entered because uh, you know Saucy and I uh, are fortunate enough to have been able to do this, and we're glad that we can you know give back to the community a little bit.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, do we want to get in? Do we want to get into yeah, some yeah, some meat Yeah. And taters? yeah, yeah.
1: You got some meat and taters, meat meat so, and uh, taters.
0: We're we're a, we're a whole one entire week into the expansion, one full um, week. One. What do you? How do you feel about this set? How are you feeling? Just overall general feelings towards it, uh, Bleveroni.
1: The set itself, uh, I like the set. It I think it added uh, obviously it added a whole new region, which is cool. Um, yeah. I think I felt a lot of different things uh, during the course of this this week because um Sharima feels a little uh, it feels a little weird to me. I'm not 100% sure where it sort of fits in the yeah. color pie is what you would call it, and I think that that's fine. Um you know, we know there's going to be two more sets and who uh, who knows how many like Aphelios or KDA type of releases from now True. until this, True. you know, Sharima block if you know, OG magic terms, the Sharima block yeah. uh is gonna look. We don't know. Um and you know, it's kinda made me it it it's kinda the the way that the release works kinda has kind of made me rethink these releases because, you know, day essentially almost the entire week, I've just now gotten to the point where it's like, okay, I'm kind of like not over the new stuff, but, like, I don't feel bad not playing only new stuff, if uh-huh. that makes sense. Where it's, like, yeah, yeah. I, I fired up, like, a, an Ash Noxus deck. And, yes, it does have LeBlanc in it, but, like, for all intents and purposes, it's an old deck. It has one new yeah. card in it. Maybe, it, I think it also has the draw, too, as well. But, like, it's basically the same old deck.
0: Yeah, it's the same archetype.
1: Um, But the way that they do these releases, like it's almost like a feels bad and it it feels bad perhaps to play the decks. And also like people you're going to get like, I mean, to kind of piggyback off of the, (laughs) the net decking topic, people are going to give you shit. If you play, you know uh, if you played essentially almost any Ionia deck or Bilgewater deck, or uh, what other region didn't really get anything Targon, any of those regions like paired with each other, there's really no new cards from those regions. Mm-hmm. Like yes, there's a handful, but yeah. like Targon didn't get any new cards in this set, right? Like uh, Ionia. I'm trying to think, were there any new playable cards in Ionia? Nothing's jumping out. The, so Wait, like in
0: Ionia, Ionia, remind me again of what that one is.
1: That's the um, the remember back in the day the the card Will of Ionia. That's where that's where that came from. Oh. They they deleted the they deleted the region and, and fo- it formed replaced into it with Targon. Exi- no, they replaced it with just Lee Sin. Uh, who joined Targon, oh. yes. Who is a Targon champion, yes.
0: Okay, so they have they have the Lee Sin reason. Okay, now I get yeah. it. I was confused for a bit.
1: Um but my my point is like if, I, if like if I wanted to play um, you know, Lee Sin Targon. Not that every deck needs to get a, a tool from every single new set, but like, if I want to play Lisa and Targon, or if I wanted to play, you know, Targon Elusives, or if I want to just play Targon plus Ionia, for whatever reason, I don't really get to play with any new cards because we just literally didn't get anything. Uh, okay, we did literally get something, but we yeah, effectively but didn't get anything that's yeah. playable in those regions
0: yeah i think that i think the hard thing about it i i i think that the content release like this works really well for Mm -hmm. established regions coming out with a region is tough because i i think that the the biggest feedback i keep hearing from people uh especially people that enjoy Sharima as a region is and want to play these mono the uh disc decks Mm -hmm. what are the sun disc decks and stuff it doesn't have a full region worth of cards yet Right. so if you're playing mono tar or not no target Marno shurima yes, like yep you're just handicapping yourself specifically because yep. there's not a full region and i i went and played a i wanted to do singleton gauntlet to try and do a sun disc thing and i had to use basically every card there was to do singleton yeah because there's just not that many cards
1: right yeah it is definitely interesting i think that there's i mean and it's it's the type of thing where It's kind of like watching. uh, Okay, I'm not going to I'm going to try not to spoil Game of Thrones, Um, but it's like watching Game of Thrones live and there's a specific thing. And if you've seen the show, you know what I'm talking about. And if you haven't, it's not going to spoil anything. There's a specific thing that happened at the end of a season and it was kind of like a huge question going into the next season. Right. Uh, And you know, there's a lot of fan theories and you know, people don't know what's gonna happen. And uh you know, watching that live and experiencing that live because in between those seasons was like, I don't know, four months or six months. I don't I don't I don't remember what how long it was, but like it was a significant 13. amount of time. So like you see the season finale, you're like, Holy crap, that was crazy. And then the next season doesn't start for an extended period of time. So you get to sit and brew and think like, what is going on? All these fan theories saying it was kind of like a collective conscious thing that you got to experience with a lot of people. If you go back and watch all of the game of Thrones seasons in a row, that moment between the season finale there and the season opener uh, for the next season is completely insignificant. So um, like, Right now, we're feeling like, oh, uh, Shirema doesn't really have a full region, so like, and and us living it in real time are gonna feel that more significantly. But you know, in a year when everything is out for Shirema or or whatever it is, um, you know, people are gonna see, oh, well, Shirema is just this. Why don't you just you know, you can just build a deck very easily. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I I, I think it it's kind of. No, it's novel i think is the way to yeah. put it it's like we get to experience this um this little like uh mini format or like l- smaller format that y- literally won't be experienced by other people like we have experienced formats that will never be experienced again by people and that's kind of cool but it does feel incomplete in some ways
0: yeah yeah i agree uh, i will say i think this is the most fun i've had in the game uh, this release mm. just because there's so much uh there's a lot of new stuff to do there's a lot of fun yeah. stuff to do and i've just been having a good a good old good time with it um yeah i've just been having fun so yeah and we have something for everything everyone if you're we someone do. that's wanting to try hard and get master early just keep playing fizz df and <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that but it's just really yeah. good still yeah like i like it when a new set comes out all the decks that were good before are still good, mm-hmm. and there's a smattering of new decks that are also good. Like I'd like that, yeah. and that's kind of how I judge if an expansion is good. And yeah. like, there's a lot of new decks in every type of deck. Like yeah. there's new aggro decks, new control, new mid range decks that are good. But anything that was good before still totally playable.
1: Yeah, it 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 really is. Um, which is you know speaks to Runeterra in general. Um, which is which is awesome. I do think that there's definitely at least at the higher at the the highest levels of play there have been some not necessarily complaints. Well, okay, some of them have definitely been complaints, but like um just like there are very right now there exist very polar polarizing um and different uh sort of pillars of the meta that are very hard to have any sort of game against all of them. Which you don't necessarily need, right? There should be counter decks, but it feels like like the Mono Fiora deck, for instance, and this kind of we can start digging into some of the decks and cards that we've uh um you know been experiencing. Mono Fiora, the you know, either Fiora, I think commonly Fiora Freljord or Fiora uh, Shirima as well is, is one that's um mm-hmm. floating around very polarizing in that it is one of the decks that has uh I would argue has like 9010 and also 1090 matchups where it's like yeah <laughs> there are some decks that you will literally just you you're better off just conceding when the match yeah. starts and there are some matchups that are just like this is going to be the easiest thing in the world
0: no it's it's super funny i i think this is right now specifically some of the most polarizing matchups specifically yeah. with the fiora decks um i was seeing a lot of fiora played and i i queued up some lissandra swain and that is like the most one-sided matchup i've (laughs) ever played like it is not even close i didn't even come close to even remotely thinking i could possibly lose against fiora with that deck and like yeah it's it's very like i feel like there's a lot of very uh meta dependent decks that we're seeing right now Mm -hmm. which is pretty cool i like that i think it's pretty sweet
1: yeah, I, I think it, it is interesting. I mean, you've got, like, you've got that. You've got, obviously, Fizz TF. You've got all flavors of Aphelios decks. You've got Leeson. You've got the aggro decks. You've got, like, old... Sc- there's, uh, like, Noxus. Um, Noxus Sharima like, aggro sort of burn deck yeah. that almost feels like the old PNZ, like, champless Noxus, mm-hmm. but it's running Azir. I think Draven, too. Like, there's a lot of different yeah. stuff you can play. And I think where part of my um, like struggles on the ladder have been is that I just want to play everything and I keep switching yeah. my deck and I keep ending running into bad matchups. Whereas if I would have just stayed with one deck, I probably would have ended up with a much better record overall yeah. than switching over and over again. So I think no, part it totally of it is could. that. And I think a lot of people feel that because it's like, Oh new, and, and this also is a phenomenon uh, sort of directly and, and uniquely linked to Runeterra. Because it's very easy to have enough cards for many decks. (laughs) See, you know, it's like magic where it's like, oh, I'm making uh, I'm making blue light control and I'm not paying rent next month. So uh, I I better
0: win the I better win these uh, tournaments or else uh, I'm going to get kicked out. (laughs) Yep. It's true, though. It's so this is uh, a weird thing with specifically this set. Um, Empires of the Ascended. God, I keep forgetting what it's called. Empires
1: of the Ascended.
0: Yes. What's so this this set I got to play test early uh, myself and a bunch of uh, other content creators. Riot allowed us to play it uh, far in advance before they even spoiled all the cards. And what's crazy is how our little pocket meta and our play test group mm-hmm. was is completely different, not even close <laughs> than what the release was. And yeah. it's, it's blown my mind. So, um, when in our little play test group, the two most powerful champions were Jarvin and Renekton. Like, wow. the Jarvan and Redekton decks were just rolling everything else that was being played. Really? And those are not that great of champions right now on the no. meta. No.
1: They it's are so not It's so crazy.
0: Right Isn't that wild?
1: That is wild. And that's like, you know, that was uh, a bunch of content creators and, like, you know, people who play the game... Yeah. or like a lot right so it's not yeah. like so you know when people are like oh well you know how could they you know they didn't test this or this and like how could they let this pass through it's like yeah well you know it's hard to test these yeah. things right and so yeah yeah it's uh-huh. not
0: a bunch of slouches it was like when we were testing the 2v2 it was myself bbg and swim mm-hmm. and we were playing games and renekton uh he went five and oh and we were all just like man this renekton card is strong like i think he's going to be the meta and then we were playing scouts jarvin and bbg and i were like man this is a very like he's a strong champ and now he's like oh they're playing jarvin i guess i win right (laughs) crazy
1: yeah um yeah jarvin is one uh that i think a lot of people i mean If that was the case in your playtest, it makes sense that, you know, folks would be excited about him. But like, I just he just doesn't fit very well. He's expensive, he's kinda clunky, he can be good for sure. It also doesn't help that uh the card cataclysm, which I think is Jarvin's
0: Yeah, it's his spell.
1: Yeah, it's just bugged right now. Like the card doesn't work properly. Yeah, uh, which is unfortunate. Like if you that card is
0: really cool.
1: The card is really cool. Unfortunately, you can't play it because it just doesn't work right. It it like yeah. it allows your opponent to literally move their block to different things. If you attack with, if you have a zero tokens, like if if the attack if the bonus attack from Cataclysm generates a zero tokens, you can your opponent can literally just block wherever they want and wi- yeah. or not block. Like yep. it just. It, it just breaks it. Yeah, it doesn't it, so.
0: function as removal at that point.
1: It just doesn't function as anything. I mean, it functions yeah. as a rally at that point, uh, a yeah. bad rally because you don't even get to choose your your card. So I, I think, you know, if that card gets fixed, maybe, uh you know, there's some potential for that card. But Jarvan, like, yeah, I mean, he's what? He's six mana, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, six mana champion. Like, how many six mana champions are there right now? There's...
0: Darius Darius is a champion in the game
1: technically uh, uh technically yes
0: uh oh yeah I thought uh, they moved him to Sharima and made him uh a common
1: they did which also like is another card that I think uh people overhyped and
0: has been like yeah right. like super overhyped called people it. were like I can't believe this is the biggest power creep on the planet I'm like just an all right card, yeah. It's
1: certainly fine, it's hard to deal with, but like, ha- have you met blocking? Um, like, it's not,
0: yeah. So, we what do uh, we have? We have a Nivea, Darius, Hecarim, Karma, yeah. Lux, Nassus, Sejuani.
1: Okay, Sejuani sees plague, Karma. Yep. I mean, Karma
0: used to be five, yeah. Hecarim, seeing a lot of play. play.
1: Hecarim is seeing play now, um, but like, yep. e- like e- even like if you look at the entirety of their of these cards life cycles, like yes, Lux has had some time in the, in the sun. Karma obviously yeah. has mostly. I think mostly as a, as a five drop though, or at least mm-hmm. a lot as a five drop. Um, yeah, it takes a lot for a six cost uh, champ to be played. I think yeah. um, even Hecarim, who has like such a like massively powerful ability like only sometimes sees play in very specific decks. Yeah. It's tough. Yep. It's true. Um so yeah, Jarvin just just not quite there. Uh six mana six like champs needed I got to show
0: some love for Jarvin. Okay. Uh so Jarvin has helped me create the most fun deck I've had uh, of the new set. Okay. It is the you're going to be surprised if you haven't seen it yet. Okay. Uh, it makes use of Jarvin's boat, the dad. Yep. That uh, when you summon him, if Jarvin's out, he gives everyone Scout and Challenger. Yep. Uh, you know what the best card in the game to have Scout is? What is that? Teemo. <laughs> <laughs> so oh I, made a, I made a, a Teemo Jarvin boat deck that runs and, three copies of Jarvin third, third or whatever Yeah, Jarvin the Third. Yep.
1: Wow. So, actually, the Timo Scout deck. You'll love to see yep. it. That's awesome. It
0: is the most fun deck I've made. Um, and it's not uh, playable if you like winning the game. But it is very
1: fun. <laughs> Ooh, speaking of not super playable unless you don't like winning the game, um, and a card that is so underwhelming that we literally forgot to put it on the list, uh, talia is one <laughs> that uh. just, like...
0: I think she's my highest champion mastery, by the way. Wow.
1: That's funny. She's
0: horrible. She's horrible.
1: She's just like, you know, not that great. Um, She's just not
0: good is the problem.
1: Yeah, I think I really want her to be like a three mana one two instead. Like like two four are just such such lackluster stats. And she costs five mana, which is like. Yeah, and like I've seen some people be cute and like copy Veiled Temple, and like you can do stuff with Lysandra with thralls, but like, couldn't you just play other cards too? Yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, no, she's a uh, like I've had a lot of fun with her. I was playing her with yeah. the uh, surprise, surprise Timo with the copying hex cores, which mm-hmm. was really fun. Yeah, um, I played her in the Lysandra deck with Howling Abyss um copying that's fine okay. but obviously not ever good right um like it's she does cool things i think at some point once we get more landmarks that like matter than being copied right um like she's good if you double a preservarium her ability is strong like when she yeah. does if she can level up and attack with a landmark on like it's strong um but it's not usually worth the guard slot <laughs> Yeah. the champion slot is tough
1: yeah champion slot is tough she's five mana she's got like she's got ass stats like it's not i definitely think like and like she can do she can give you value right like like Mm -hmm. like you mentioned you can copy a preservarium draw a card um actually i guess you would draw two cards from there right yeah yeah so that i mean that's cool but like even like Five mana two four enter when it when you play it draw two cards. Situationally draw two cards is the problem. Um, yeah, it just it, a lot of things going against her. I do agree. Every new landmark that comes out, you ca- you get to go. Hmm, what if I had two of this out with Talia? That's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. So. Certainly a cool design. I think that the numbers are just a little bit off, and also the fact that you can like remove her from combat and her ability yeah. just does nothing is like,
0: which I think that yeah. should probably get fixed because that's like the whole Vlad bug.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if that's working as intended or if it's a uh, if it's a bug. So,
0: her stats are aggressively bad though. Like a two four. For that is five
1: the... mana. Yeah.
0: I mean, other than Heimerdinger, that's the worst stats on a 5-drop.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Crazy. It's yeah. bad. Not, not mean, great. I, but...
0: Before someone says, well, Vi is also a 2-4. No, she's not. She's never a 2-4. Vi she's also has Challenger
1: and Tough. So yeah. if if Talia has Challenger and Tough, I will start to consider her. Uh, also, Vi if gets she had, bigger really quickly.
0: Yeah, if she had Challenger, she might be actually pretty pretty good.
1: Yeah, that would be sweet. Um, But how about a champion that has blown away expectations, Saucy? One that I said, and I quote, is probably not as bad as people think. Uh, You know, super dedicated to it. But uh, LeBlanc. LeBlanc. She's... uh... Now, I don't think that she is stellar. She's not, you know
0: she's breaking the bank but yeah she's good. she is played kind of usually the same way you think of like elise or even darius or a lot of mm-hmm. times draven to be honest but you're playing it because of the body like she's got excellent stats for her yeah uh, for the, what you're trying to do with her mm-hmm. uh, i've actually played uh quite a bit of leblanc today we were playing a lot of ash leblanc yeah um and she's exactly what I said. I'm like, she's not a bad champion. She's just not super exciting. I've never used yeah. her ability. I just beat people mm. in with a three mana, five, two quick attack. Like, yeah, I just beat people's face with a five attack, three drop.
1: Yeah. Um, I will say I have used her, uh, her, her spell to copy, uh, the draw card units, um,
0: Oh yeah yeah.
1: The uh yeah, assess no, yeah, assessors. Um th- if they if they get any buff in their five power assessors, it's just two mana, play another five plus power assessor and draw a million cards in that deck. So yep. definitely cool. Um yes, she does die to Mystic Shot. Yes, she does die to Avalanche, yes, this, that, and the other. But like you go into the matchup knowing that, right? So you can
0: yeah.
1: potentially play around that or at least lessen the, you know, detriment to that that brings you it's like
0: yeah if you're just well and like the decks you're playing her in if people are using removal on her that's removal out of their hand and right you know they're not using it on other stuff
1: Mm -hmm. and and one other champion besides ash that has been used a lot with her uh is Sivir, who i think has kind of performed just about as well as people thought like she's just like solid i don't think anyone's saying that she's broken Or that she's awful. She's just, like, kind of, just kind of solid. Kind of... Mm-hmm. She is annoying to deal with, because, you know... Spell um, shield. Spell shield is really good. Uh, quick attack is also really good. Um, which, you know, folks are probably saying, Oh, but you said that the 5-mana 6-4 Overwhelm spell shield wasn't that good. It's like, well... Quick attack is harder to deal with than overwhelm, unless yeah. you're literally killing someone with overwhelm. It's uh, a
0: four mana five three. It's not bad at all. Difference
1: between four and, and five is a lot for mana.
0: And also, she's not hard to level up.
1: No, you just do the things that you're already going to be doing. Yeah, um, that was
0: a like uh, not having played a lot of when I play tested. Uh, In the pre-beta thing. I didn't play a lot of LeBlanc. I was surprised with how easy she is to level up, though. Like Dealing 15 damage is so easy to do. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm. The the cool thing with LeBlanc uh, is that she really, like... Maybe to a... No, I wouldn't say to a fault. I thought it was just interesting. She made me reconsider attack order more than most yeah. units have because it's like, okay, I need to hit 15 ex- as close to 15 exactly as possible. And then I want to start another 15. I don't want to go yeah. over too much. And like if I, you know, that was kind of interesting at least um, it does. And I and only kind of helps you with that. It's just quicker to do the math yourself. Um, so if you're not good at that math, that sucks. The I can't really help you there. Like it can with combat math. I mean, it math can be overpowered. It can help you, but it, it is just quicker it's much quicker to do the math, um, rather than like trial and error by moving things yeah. around and checking the eye. That'll take forever. But yeah, I thought that was cool. I think um and then the other thing is like yes, she dies in the Mystic Shot, but like what if your opponent's just not playing P and Z? Like
0: Have you ever considered that? <laughs> It's the dumbest thing. I mean, it's the whole thing. Oh well, none of these gems are playable because Hush yeah, exists. Yep. Uh, yeah. yeah. The amount of times people were telling me I couldn't play Nasus before because Hush was a card has uh, made me made me laugh a little bit over the last few days. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. Well, speaking of Nasus, let's just talk about him.
0: Uh, how How's His your stats, Nasus? So he sucks. Six mana, two, two. Worst. Worst That's champion. Just right. Shit shit stats Uh, i love big doggo though made him prismatic instantly nice um he i mean he he like i said i was saying he's one of my uh champions i was the most excited about not just because i force him in tft all the time Mm -hmm. but i just love the ability and uh turns out he's good very good yeah he
1: is good he's definitely different than i thought he was gonna be i thought I, i was thinking more like Oh, this is just they who endure in a different uh, in a different region, but he actually just doesn't function as much like that. Um, yeah. because obviously you need to slay, not just have your units die or have their mm-hmm. units die. Um,
0: it's yeah, really easy to make him gigantic. Um yeah. the the two main variants we're seeing obviously is the Thresh Nassus and the Kindred Nassus decks, mm-hmm. because he works really well in Shadow Isles because killing your own stuff with your own cards does count as slaying. Yeah. Um and when you pull him with thresh and get a gigantic like 14 14 dog uh with fearsome he's yeah he's sick once he's leveled up he's a monster his ability mm. like giving them minus 1 attack that stacks with multiples is so yeah. good
1: and let me tell so you people good. don't play around that i know no. because i don't play around that i yeah. gotten blown out so many times I'm like oh he can't possibly win and and also Again, I've found this out the hard way. Is like, i like, okay, chump block Nasus. And then it's like, okay, do this. And then on next turn, I'll be able to open attack and do this. Like, okay, great. It's like, okay, set up my blocks, attacks go through. And then the cutscene animation happens it's like, oh, God, this 7 uh, 7 Nasus is actually going to be a 10 10 by the time it gets to attack. Oh, yep. crap. It's leveled. Oh, God. Yep. I'm just dead, aren't
0: I? Yep once he's leveled it's tough it's really tough to get get uh through that
1: yeah and it's also like not super tough to get him to level uh, no it's great
0: it's easy really easy
1: now you mentioned the thresh and the kindred version have you yeah. have you uh had a preference on to which one you like better
0: yeah i've I've tested a lot so i've, I've been getting ready um i'm playing in another one of those riot grand tournaments Ooh. this weekend um, so I've been testing kind of deck lists for that, and mm. Mo, it was actually Mo and I today. We were talking about it, and I think the Thresh Nassus version is a more overall better like deck against the field for laddering. Mm-hmm. I think if you're on ranked, I think that's just better. In a tournament environment, I think Kindred is better because it beats other mid range decks really mm, well. Yeah, um, and you can target things with it, but they're both good. The Thresh one though is so damn fun. It yeah. is so fun. And I just love Thresh, so it's fun to play him again.
1: Thrush is definitely sick. I've really liked uh I, I I did switch from the Kindred to the Thresh version, but mm-hmm. I will I, I do I I think I agree with that assessment as well, where like um Thrush is just gonna be a better generic answer because he's just sort of generically powerful. Um but uh the um Kindred is an interesting one because I feel like Kindred has higher uh, has a higher spread. Um he's a high he's got a higher spread of power or they I don't know I guess it's technically yeah, like, two, two characters. Two entities. Yeah. They have a higher spread where like if you don't have any backup for Kindred, I mean it's still a five five quick attack for or four four quick attack for five, which is still fine. Um but like it's not necessarily as good as like a naked thresh without any sort of uh backup yeah. um because challenger is probably just better than that but when you do have that backup and like yes you can play around kindred but it is tough to right like it is yeah. it, it definitely can paint you into a corner pretty quickly um and it can be absolutely devastating <laughs> yeah
0: absolutely agree absolutely yeah. agree
1: so, Kindred has definitely been a good one. Um, yeah,
0: she's just a good general champion, or they, are a good general champion.
1: I think it, we, you, you can say whichever one. I, 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 I don't know. I don't think. It, I don't. I don't Both. think that the fictional character is really going to care that much. Um, but maybe oh, they are. If they, they're going to come <laughs> and beat us up. Uh, that would be scary considering that they are essentially the Runeterra version of the Grim Reaper. So I hope yep. that that doesn't happen. <laughs> Their
0: voice lines are so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're so good. They're really good. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Uh, who else do we did have? Did we talk about here? Renekton? Did we talk nope. about Renekton? Nope. Ren- Let's talk about Renekton. So it's funny because Renekton was my, uh, of the Ascendants, was the one I was the least excited about. I mm-hmm. still feel the same. Um, when he levels up, he's pretty strong, but he's um been pretty very underwhelming. I've been playing a yeah. ton of Sejuani. I played a lot of Sedgewan Renekton today, uh-huh. and it's not amazing
1: yeah i I think um the the original intent was like, oh, well, we're gonna have overwhelms, right? because you know it seemed kind of a little bit like overwhelm might be like a sub theme of. Uh, Shurima, but really, there's only the two
0: cards of the yeah. um, the Ruin Runner, Ruin and Renekton.
1: And Renekton. Um, maybe exactly. there will be more eventually. Um, so like, it it seems more like the identity was on the Azir side, and like the Sand Soldier and tokens, and also the um Rockhopper, which is like a good card, but like doesn't necessarily fit. I mean, it does fit in the Overwhelm deck, right? Because you get to put yeah. Vulnerable, but it doesn't have Vulnerable. And, like, if you're, you know, you kind of... What happened to me when I was building that deck originally was, like, um, I'd start with all these Overwhelms or I'd start with the Shreema cards. I'm like, oh, there's really not a ton of Overwhelm. It's like, well, let me trim some of this and, like, I put some yard Overwhelm cards back in. like, I'm like, oh, this is almost Mono yard at this point. Yeah. And it's like, I can just run something else instead of these
0: yep um
1: and yeah renekton i mean i've seen a little bit of renekton but really i think he kind of just like has not really panned out again you need like you need additional cards to have him pop off which is not uh you know necessarily a bad thing but like the payoff is like you get a slightly bigger guy it's not like lee sin where you know, you need you need things to make Lee Sin work, but the payoff is you win the game or you can completely control the board. And also yeah. literally every single spell is a thing that helps him. It's like yep. you need specific stuff for Renekton and he needs to survive. He doesn't protect himself. He only gets a little bit bigger. And yeah.
0: Yep. No, I agree. Yeah, he's... Uh, I think we'll see as the set is like fleshed mm-hmm. out, we'll see more Renekton. But right now... Uh, he's just okay.
1: Yeah. How about uh the other ascended, Azir? How how have you been liking Azir?
0: Azir is strong. He is stronger than I expected. Even after playing him before, mm-hmm. like he seemed good, but not as good as uh He's been like we've seen yeah. a lot of good versions. We've seen the Hecarim version, yep. the Lucian version, yep. and a lot of the Noxus like Draven and Darius versions mm-hmm. um, that are really strong too. That just run three decimates main deck. Yeah, um, it's uh he is aggressive. That dude can yeah. get some hits in.
1: Yeah, he really can, and I think he has a lot of uh like he's got a lot of play to him, especially the yeah. the Lucian version. Um, I know Mo was a big proponent of that deck. And he built it less like an aggro deck and more like a combo deck. I know he was talking on his stream uh, about how it's more of a combo deck than an aggro deck. And, like, it makes sense. Like, you don't just play, you know, um, your Sand Soldier 2-1 on turn one to hit for four. Like, that's good in some decks, but in that one it's not. It's like you want to set up a turn where it's like you can set up an Azir and then next turn you open with, like, some sand soldier generation and then play a Lucian and Lucian like essentially has to level up unless they kill him. And and, like, you can really do some crazy things there. And like, I have been forced in many times to be like, I guess I just die here because no matter how I block either, I'm dying or Lucian is going to level up and attack again. It's like, yeah, so crazy how good that, how explosive that deck can be.
0: Yeah, and it's a uh, his stats are really unique too. He's got a huge ass, um, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool because it lets him get in some attacks, even if it's only for you know one yeah. damage or whatever at the start. Like it's still you can safely attack when block with him. And once he's leveled up, he gets big. He gets yeah,
1: big. he gets big. His I like his spell a lot actually. The arise because yeah. um, it's it's like one of the rare cards that lets you put units into play at burst speed which yep. means you can just like on open action you have enough mana you can technically play four sand soldiers and attack all as an open attack which is awesome yep um yeah. and like, like you can lot. pump
0: in combat with him once he's mm-hmm. leveled up mm-hmm. Um, you can level him up mid combat yep. like you can do some crazy stuff with it it's a cool spell i think my favorite thing about azir is the all of the azir decks aren't just built by themselves like it's not you just play the same list there's there's a lot of finagling and a lot of finesse to building Mm -hmm. these decks and there's you know a lot of interesting choices like if you're playing the shadow isles version it's like do you want to play things like the uh neverglade collector do you you go a little slower do you want to play the uh what is it the o3 pesky dude what is it uh
1: the what's the dumb thing's name it's um
0: when things die you no. i know i know exactly what
1: you're talking about three mana zero yeah i can't think of it someone or do you want
0: to go crazy crazy and play like the zero drop one one ephemeral pesky specters and butcher yeah everything so yeah there's a lot of build. even the uh like the the noxus versions like there's a darius version i see and a draven Mm -hmm. one uh, and they're not just you don't just have all the same stuff. Even the uh, the new Sharima one drop, the three one. Yeah. Um, you can run that depending on how aggressive you want to be. So it's really cool.
1: Yeah, I have seen that card getting played. I'm not sold on that card at all. Um, but I have been seeing it get played. Um, I've tried
0: it, but I'm not. I'm not in on it.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm looking at the list. I think that there's okay. There's there's still a few more that I want to talk about specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one is Lee Sin, which, of course, is not a new card. And yes, uh, I, you know, I think Lee Sin Zoe or even Lee Sin Ophelio, still sort of the gold standard for Lee Sin decks in there. They look relatively similar after the mm-hmm. expansion. But Lee Sin Targon, ha- or, sorry, tar- Targon, Lee Sin Shurima has popped up as a very interesting alternative, Saucy. Have you yeah. seen or played with this deck at all?
0: I've seen a couple different versions. I was uh, playing a bat. Well, I was playing a worse version that had vernected in it. Um, and Mm. it's just definitely worse playing it with other stuff. Um, but yeah, Sharima has a lot of good spells that work really well. Um, and like you, they have a lot of good champion tutors also in Sharima.
1: Yeah. It's got the, um, so it's got the zero mana, um, rights of something or something Uh rights. Uh, that one, you know, you can just get Lee Sin. The the version that I was uh that I saw that I was I ran a little bit, uh, you know, ran that. And and Lee Sin was the only champion, so it was uh um it was uh the you you automatically find Lee Sin there. Um the lucky find cards, those sort of like Sivir treasures, I guess, is what they're mm-hmm. related to. The yeah. interesting thing about those is that they they count as uh three yeah. They count as three spell. Well, uh, so they count as... T- no, they count as the three spells. The treasures
0: themselves count as two, I
1: think. Yeah, which is weird. So you play... Yeah, yeah. The treasures themselves count as two for some yep. reason. So you play the spell, that counts as one, and then, like...
0: The free thing you play counts as two spells. Something like that.
1: Yeah, it's weird. And I don't know if it's a bug or if it's intended, but, like, you level up Lee Sin wildly fast. fast wildly fast and also they grant Lee Sin abilities some of which are yep. overwhelm hello uh spell shield yeah and then you can obviously give him power and the other ones don't necessarily matter that much but like they count as spell procs for Lee Sin. they give him literally the two things that you care about overwhelm and spell shield and they can also give him power like it does it all and it does it it can do it really fast like uh, I, I heard talks of people saying that yeah, I killed my opponent on turn five with Leeson, like because you can set up the, um, you can set up the landmark on the turn before, um, that generates two lucky finds, which I think counts as either four or six spells. I might be just misremembering how it works, but it generates a lot of spells. for Leeson levels up depending on the finds you get. It plus you have three additional mana if you bank three spell mana. It like it it it's actually. Can be, uh, it it can be insanely quick with that deck. Now, is it better than Targon? Uh, I probably would argue that it's not, but it is definitely something. Um, it is definitely something new and a really cool spin on Leeson.
0: Yeah, uh, I agree. It's it's super cool. Um, I think that's kind of one of my favorite things about Sharima in general. Is just yeah. kind of like the flexibility that they offer, um, which is different regions and decks. It's really cool. I've been enjoying
1: it. It it, it gives a little, uh, a little bit of a different, uh, a different flavor, which is cool. Now there's two more things I want to talk about saucy. Uh, and I'll save, I'll save the champion for last, but I do want to talk about this card, which has been hotly talked about, but, is not a champion, and that is uh, uh, timelines. The um, concurrent timelines card, one mana uh, P and Z spell. Of course, we talked about this on the podcast last time, and and if you have not been living under a rock, you've I've either seen this happen or have heard about it talked or heard it talked about. Uh, if you have concurrent timelines active, you cast Ledros. There's a sixty percent chance that you find Dreadway. Pledros plus Dreadway equals GG. Um, a lot of people have not liked this interaction, <laughs> Saucy. What What are your thoughts about it? Have you played it? Have you played against it? What do you think?
0: Um, I played a little bit of it. I don't really like playing the deck. Um, for whatever reason, I just don't enjoy it. Like, the combo itself is cool, but the deck yeah. that you build around with it, I'm not into. Um, this has been one of the more polarizing decks I've seen in the community, yeah. uh, people who like the, the deck absolutely love it, like militantly love it. And there's a lot of very vocal people that uh, dis- dislike this very, yeah. very much. Um, a lot of big content creators like uh, Mogwai yep. has put out a, a, lot of, a lot of statements, very long statements about how he, he said if he wasn't creating content for Untera, he would stop playing it while this existed in the game um it is a super feels bad um it does feel bad to lose to i haven't been seeing it that much myself um but it is very strong when it happens um yeah i don't like playing the deck i think it's pretty boring i don't think it's that fun um yeah and i i don't i've never gotten upset about losing to it uh myself but i don't know i it's one of those things it is the way it is. If you enjoy it, cool, play it. If you hate it, don't.
1: Yeah. Um I think there's a couple of different arguments that are that are being put forth from the community. Um one is that this card feels a lot more Hearthstoney than a lot of other cards yes. in Runeterra. Yes. Which I get that point. I don't necessarily think that that's a that the way that Concurrent timeline works from that side of it is necessarily bad. Like concurrent timelines being used on three drops. I think that that's just fun. It's yeah, maybe it's in general good. Uh, so like you're paying, you're, you know, investing in something that is on average going to benefit you. Right. Um, sometimes at high roll, sometimes at low rolls. So a lot of the time you're just going to get a three mana three, three, right. Uh, mm-hmm. So you can turn your three, one into a three, three or whatever. Um, I think that that side of it is fine. The people who are like, "Oh, well, this is more like Hearthstone." It's like, kind of, but you do get to pick, uh, which doesn't feel, which feels more in the lines of the RNG that Rintera is known for. So I'm fine with that. Um, from the Ledro side of it specifically, in the combo, it's tough. It's because it's technically technically interactable with like you you know you can obviously bounce the units you can um you know kill the the dreadway you can silence all those things which is fine um but like you have to have it or else you just lose um unless you have a tough nexus which will lead us to our last card i want to talk about but um it like i feel like a lot of it would be um actually uh petrify on twitter put a, an interesting thought that said uh, just change concurrent timelines to be a one mana um landmark and a lot of the problem goes away it's like yeah hey you can just run uh you can just run landmark removal which makes sense that just adds an extra layer of uh um you know interactability which i think helps hmm. The fact that it's a spell that basically turns into a, um, you know, what in Magic would be called an emblem, which is uninteractable, that that part of that has it feels bad. And then also like, if they made Dreadway and Ledros just not cost the same amount, yep. Maybe this is the t- maybe this is the the time that Ledros gets pushed to ten mana, like make him a ten mana, you know, ten seven or ten eight or whatever.
0: I'd be fine uh, if they buffed the Dreadway and made it eight mana yeah. and like even lowered its stat by one or something, but yeah, like it's either or play anywhere. It's
1: zero play, so like
0: yeah,
1: I don't know if giving it specifically stat, uh, you know, I mean the cost reduction. I don't think that that's gonna change much. Probably I don't not. think that most bilgewater decks running Gangplank right now are like chomping at the bit for that eight mana Dreadway, so. Make it eight mana, keep Ledros nine mana, make, make Ledros 10 mana, buff his stats, whatever. Like they've done yeah. that in the past. It's not out of the question. Ledros is one of the cards that I think is sort of a, a pillar of competitive play almost regardless. Like you, oh, well, he's just always been around, um, yeah. especially when he was eight mana way back in the day. Um, yeah. Just make uh, that combo not exist. And I think we're
0: exactly, I agree. Like it is a very, very feels bad combo. Um, a one of the things I don't like about it is it's such a crutch deck, like, there isn't a ton of skill to the deck. Um, like, you just survive and then play a unit and hope they have nothing. And that kind of I don't like decks like that. Um, I think that's one of the reasons I don't like it is you literally do nothing for the whole game, get to turn nine and play a unit and win. Like, you don't need to do anything, you just it's very skill unintensive. And yeah. the rest of the deck is pretty not great anyways. Yeah, it's just um, like
1: removal stuff. and stuff. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I just don't it feels bad. I feel I mean, we've seen them change cards that are just feel-bad cards in the past just because of how bad they feel. Uh, like to lose against. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. It'll it'll get changed, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, I think that there's a lot of different things that they could do that are small tweaks that make it feel um mm-hmm. that uh the landmark thing is interesting um
0: it's
1: a cool idea changing the cost of either ledros and or dreadway i think will work um yeah but i you know i don't mind the card itself even though I like timeline the harsh stony part of it i think that that's actually cool or fun and yeah. i think it, it's probably fine
0: I think timelines itself is good for the game. Like it's, it's a lot of fun. I know a lot of people like it. I've had fun with the card. I played yeah. it with a Shurima predict predicted deck. That was really fun. Cause mm-hmm. like some of your bad statted like the, the landmark removal chick, mm-hmm. you can turn her into a well-statted unit. Like yeah. it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun for the card.
1: Yeah. I, I definitely think so as well. I've, I've seen decks uh, and it, this will actually lead into our last card that we're going to be talking about. But uh, I've seen a Lisandra Trundle P and Z deck that utilizes uh, timelines with Trundle uh, Trundle Pillar because it's like yeah you get a free eight eight and it's no longer a zero six it is a uh, you know eight cost unit that you get to choose which is pretty strong so yeah um yeah so uh yeah Lasandra, last card that we wanna talk about, I know, Saucy, this was uh at least going into the set before release. uh, you talked about how this was your favorite card in the new set. uh, has anything changed? Is it no longer your favorite card? Are you still on the Lissandra train?
0: Still my favorite, um, love Lysandra. she's everything I want in a card. I'm a the diehard Azorius control magic mm-hmm. player. I like draw go um and yeah they, there's been a few I, i'm still on the fence of what my favorite version is mm-hmm. um i really like i have you seen the ionia version that plays oh, monastery played it. of harana yep I, that deck I is played sick it. yep that deck is fun uh i had one game it was against a Az- against azir aggro and my one tavern keeper healed me probably 23 <laughs> 25 health like yeah. every single turn i heal three yep and uh is like you're you're playing all the board wipes uh yep. blighted I, I don't even know if it's it's not even specifically um lissandra even though i've been playing lissandra everything but the new tools we got in pnz like blighted ravine is amazing yeah. really really good Freljord, yeah yeah. all the Frelyard cards we've gotten have been amazing uh, i yep. still love the sisters card mm-hmm. um it's just felt good it's felt really good
1: yeah, Blighted Ravine has been sick. Uh I've really liked Lasandra. I did not think I was going to like her so much. Um but uh yeah, I I I've, I've actually the deck I've been playing recently has been a Lasandra deck. Uh more traditional Lasandra uh Shadow Isles, but I did play a bunch of the Lasandra um Ionia deck and I, I I do think that that is uh, an interesting one for sure. Um yeah. and like the like can attack on so many angles like it can just be a control deck and win with you know ledros or whatever uh like the old tlc decks but also like sometimes you just have uh you know the watcher combo and just go off uh which is pretty sweet so i've really been like oh and also sometimes you just stall out the game and you have a ticking time bomb that turns into an eight eight uh which is uh which is sweet so
0: yeah, those I really are. I mean, it. in Magic, my favorite my favorite games are just stall out. Like, yeah. usually have one win con, maybe two if you're crazy. Yeah. and just win with inevitability, and uh, that's what Alessandra allows you to do. And there's a lot of ways. Yeah. Uh, you can play her. She's not always just specifically a strict control tool. Like the Swain Lissandra deck, I keep yeah. arguing, is more of a mid-range deck. Mm-hmm. Um, but you just have Lysandra as well. Is like She's making giant things. She's a secondary threat. Yep. Um, she's easy to level because you're playing Swain's boat. Um, she keeps you alive. She's got good stats. Uh, just great. Just good stuff.
1: Yeah. And uh, I will say I am very much a fan of the deck to the point where that is the first... This is the first deck in the new expansion that I have fully prismatic. Is the uh, Shadow Isles Lissandra control deck? So uh, I, I have, have...
0: I well, Timo Lissandra is my first full prismatic deck. <laughs> I do have nice. that fully prismatic. I'm I'm close on the the Shadow Isles ones. I have less the Shurima one. I'm really close on.
1: I think I had a, I had a lot of of the cards prismatic from old TLC decks with like Ledros and all that. So like, it wasn't a ton of new cards, prismatic, but like blighted ravine, um, you know, Lysandra ice shard, all those cards are, are newly minted. So, uh, yeah, I I really am liking that. I did not, I, again, I did not think I was going to really care for Lysandra, but she does feel like kind of like, uh, splinter twin in the sense of like, like, like Lee Sin kind of feels like splinter twin where it's like, you're kind of playing a control deck but also it's a com- it has a combo yeah. kill in it which i really i like that style of deck so mm-hmm. i am happy that these things exist so i'm i'm liking it a lot
0: yep yeah no she's great and if you haven't checked it out um the the monastery of harana version we were talking about yeah. uh glop uh go check him out on twitter uh he hit number one uh america's with the Hirana yeah Lysandra combo deck and it, it's uh running like retreat and harana and homecoming main yeah, deck homecoming is sweet mina Swiftfoot in the deck it's pretty yeah, cool it's it, a really it, cool deck
1: it's a good deck that's the list i was playing a bit of um, it is
0: hard to play well it is very difficult a lot
1: to play. of decisions that you have to uh you have to prep for in advance and know like your outs and all that stuff but very very good uh in general but we are very very out of time saucy so i think we got through most of actually i think we got through everyone that we wanted to talk about lots of new stuff with the new set so uh uh been super fun but saucy where can people find you on the internet when you're not here on the podcast
0: yeah, um you can check me out on my website. It's just saucy.live. Um I launched a second YouTube channel this last week as well. That's nice. a bunch of nonsense. I have a video on there on how to make mac and cheese. Uh just just dumb dumb shit on there. Um but yeah, lots lots I'm streaming all day every day now. Um and then this Saturday, if you're listening to this on a regular time, I'm in that riot uh, tournament where I'll be yes. winning first place. With something that has Timo in it. Yes. I don't know.
1: Yet. I mean, you are the winningest uh riot Grand Prix player across two games. So I mean, you literally yep. are the favorite. Um, so let's all collectively spirit bomb for uh for Saucy to win again. Um yep. for uh this riot Grand Prix. But if you want to find the podcast on Twitter, you can go to at rune terrible, you can go to uh dot uh, deckpicks.live, but the best place is, uh, like we mentioned before, discord.me slash radio. That is where all the coolest kids hang out, where all the giveaways and whatnot are happening uh, as well. And if you want to find me on Twitter, I'm at the underscorebleevans. If you want to see me cast uh, on Fridays, uh, go over to twitch.tv slash giantslayerlor. Uh, I guess I cast fight nights. Um, yeah. so yeah, that's gonna be it, everyone. Thank you all who watched live. And uh thank you everyone who is listening in podcast world as well. But that is gonna be it for this week's episode for Saucy. I'm the Blevins, and we'll be back next week to talk about some more. What game is it Oh yeah, Legends uh, of Ron uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: That was fun!